0: The boss called me up and said, Come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. It's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Me, She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Becca,
1: Shane Madison. Madison something that the mecca shane madison has had to deal with my entire life it doesn't matter because i guarantee that the mecca
2: will win and producer chris he's just a money-making machine that guy As somebody who's featured regularly on their program i don't think he's gonna be able to take enough time away from his other adventures the guy is a mogul and now
0: she's wrestling she's wrestling coming off of the heat of one of our best shows ever talking about Marty Skrull making his debut in Winnipeg and we pushed a lot of buttons we triggered people we pissed people off but nobody tried to
2: cancel us chris i told you they wouldn't uh, you did tell me that. i i checked and the funny thing is i checked in all week and mike you can confirm this at least 3 times i sent a message are we cancelled yet well, how would we get episode 66 we maybe after what Christmas. happens
0: when you get cancelled
2: I don't know. Perhaps somebody would call the, call our venue and try to get us, you know, debooked from okay. the Dichys World Studios. Okay, that's oh. called
0: foreshadowing. Yeah. We aren't going there yet, yeah. but like, okay, so a podcast gets canceled. Here's what happens: people say, "Don't listen to that," because they say this, right?
2: That would be what? How? Right? I suppose that would be what the, are they do? That's contact, the only contact. Contact sponsors. I I guess they could, but I mean, I don't know. Our sponsors love us. We didn't do anything in that conference. Even like somebody said, oh, how many times
0: are the hosts going to laugh? I wasn't laughing at what Marty Skrull was accused of or admitted to. People have a thin skin. I was laughing that a promoter had the tenacity to look past the thing that got the guy canceled and said, well, he's going to give me a good match. That's all I care about.
2: And to be fair, we are being ridiculous and trying to make you laugh the whole time. And I'm always sleep deprived when I come here.
0: I have to be honest. Yeah, Steve Stryker, one of my best friends of all time, had a very good point. He said, who does it matter that he's canceled to? Are the fans going to care? Right? Yeah. If you know your fan base isn't going to be sitting there going, well, you know what he did. I'm not going to buy a ticket. Wrestling fans have a very, there are wrestling fans that argue that Chris Benoit belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah there are yep. there are wrestling fans that think Martha Hart is an awful person because she won't let Owen Hart go into the Hall of Fame.
1: There are wrestling promoters who want to pay talent with a debit machine. Oh no. What does that mean? <laughs> See, I, there is a, a why well, you guys laugh. Uh, there is a method.
0: I will tell you a method, and I, I, encur- I encourage Danny Duggan to do this. I said, what you do is you get all the wrestlers to get an account with like the Canadian wrestlers with Tangerine Bank, <laughs> but they have to use your referral code. So you get $50 for referring them and they get $50 and you say, I just said, that's your payoff,
2: right? <laughs> Somebody's going to scoop that now.
0: Well, let them yeah. listen. Hey, I've got a, I've got a Tangerine do you? bank account. I will send you my referral code. You'll get $50. Then you tell all the wrestlers, listen, I'm paying through Tangerine Bank. They're an unofficial sponsor. <laughs> And you need to you need to sign up to this bank account Hold with this section. link.
2: Why aren't we doing this every week? Well, I'll send Bishy's, you my link. she's listeners use the code Mike or whatever. If you it's...
0: want my if you want my <laughs> my code, I'll I'll give you fifty dollars. Yeah, there
2: you go. What? But How do you
0: t- Lazy Car Tangerine t- tease Bank
1: <laughs> tease, <laughs> tease
0: tease tease Tangerine bank. bank? So the thing is, is I I said to Danny one time, you should sign up for Tangerine. I'll give you my. I said I'll give you my referral code, and. Tell your wrestlers to get all to get it all together with their with your referral code, so you'll get like eight wrestlers to do it. That's four hundred bucks, and then say from now on payoffs are going to be done with a with an e transfer from my Tangerine account to your Tangerine account, yeah. instant. So you're in the locker room; it's an instant transaction. and Then it takes away cash. Cash is always a problem when wrestlers get paid because. Wrestlers are so effing paranoid they you gotta count it right away. Now it isn't that hard to count. A lot of times it's one bill twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the guy, it's a bunch of change. Well, yeah. and the thing is, the guy will sit there and he'll try to separate it, thinking there should be at least a five here, right? I'm I'm being facetious, but the payoff pro is uh, they hand the envelope. It used to not even be envelopes, right? And the guys would like they'd have Stanton to count and would cave. Yeah, Fabian. yeah. You give it, it'd be a work shake It'd yeah. be between the fingers. <laughs> yeah. And it was well done. Bobby J did that too. You would get the money and then you count it. Well, in the locker room, everyone's watching. That guy's getting more than me. That guy's getting more than me. I'm not getting enough. It created politics in the locker room. Jeff Dick had a different system. He used to make everyone come into a room and he'd make them sign the release so we could use their likeness on television and then he would, he would hand them an envelope. They'd
1: open it up and it'd be cash. WPW pays guys up front before the show starts, which I actually appreciate because then I know, hey, I'm going to work a little harder for these guys because I've got my money. Yeah. They've taken care of me. I don't have to stick around till 4 a.m., go yeah. to some stupid after party to get my money. I, That's I, the I, way
0: some promoters do it. ridiculous. You, you don't get paid till you go to the... the I've
1: rendered a service. Pay me.
0: Exactly. It, the, the payment should be it's done ridiculous. within an hour of the, of the event being over. Yeah. yeah and it shouldn't even take that long. The other thing though, it's very ugly, what ends up happening is the wrestlers end up in a lineup. Yeah. And they have to wait. And then it's
1: like so stupid.
0: And and you'd get guys that would be very oh I gotta get up in the morning and they're they're not and there's people so maybe Graham's idea isn't so dumb. Yeah. It's not the worst idea, but i the way to do it is do it through tangerine so you all get a payoff. That's how I would do it. Or EQ Bank, another pay another payoff bank. D- EQ Bank, EQ Bank, oh, and it oh, pays high. Right. blizzard It oh. pays high interest, but the, for the promoter, every time you hire somebody, you're getting fifty dollars. You're basically getting you're getting a no fee, no obligation tryout fee because no, you're not going to pay the guy more than fifty on his first show. So if he sucks, you got fifty dollars for booking. Are him, you
2: auditioning for Tangerine here? Like you've you've really? Been I also said this EQ. You, you know yeah. what you should do?
1: What? You should enter the contest. Win lunch with Marty and Player One. You can go over all this. With them uh, over lunch. Can I it. ask this? Other than the fact that player one
0: is paying the bill, why is he there? <laughs> he needs to hang out with the name. yeah, And
1: book himself with the name. That's called paying for the rub. Are they using 14 feet in, in their show? It, this past week, they just debuted a new ring. Brand new ring. Is so, it 16? Where did it they looked? debut it? At their show uh, Streets of Rage on July Streets 21st. Two. Yeah. Adam Knight did not win the championship from TJ Cannon. Okay, I have a question about that. Okay, So Adam Knight uses Darren Dalton as his manager. Oh, God. Don't even no, get me he did. started on this. Where was TJ to even the score as the father-son? I think Dalton was more one of these things where he just shows up. Yeah, and then trying to be relevant. unannounced, trying to be relevant. And then yeah, that's exactly it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which is something you and I won't do. Although I I'm, nope. I'm laying money on this. L- listen here. I know you're going to tell me yeah, it's not happening. Just like I tell you it's not happening. We 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 like to be shes oh, each other. No. I think you're making a comeback. I saw you just po- when you start posting workout pictures, I know something's cooking. I posted a workout picture? Yeah, you were doing deadlifts.
1: Oh, well, that was
0: that was the new Shapes
1: room that they just built.
0: Oh, so you were trying so I would know the, the room. Yes, of course. <laughs> it had nothing to do with your deadlift.
1: Well, I mean, Shapes asked me if I would put something up, so I put something up. It didn't. I couldn't tell there was any room in the background. I just noticed you doing Well, I deadlift. tagged the gym.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Shot down that room. Uh, yeah, there so we go. So you're not making a comeback? Well, I mean, if I was a promoter, I don't know. I'll tell you this. If I was cloud nine... And I was running against the Banjo Bowl September 9th.
1: Which is sold out. Yes. Well. Me and yeah. Adam West are quite hot about this. Me too. We might have to talk to somebody. Yeah, I know somebody. Do you know
0: anybody? I know somebody. Okay. I'm not saying I can get you tickets, but I know somebody. But if I would, this is an interesting is she 48? Thing. No. No, <laughs> but she's good too. I know her too. Yeah, I know she's um, good. So if I was... Um, Lost going to run st- what's he calling it? Lightning strikes two. Cloud nine. Lightning uh, strikes yes. Okay, That's twice. In September? September 9th in Brandon. Okay. Now he's gonna he's gonna draw a house, but he the problem is is Brandon's right in the middle of Regina and Winnipeg. What day is September 9th? It's a Saturday. Okay. And he is gonna the problem is there's a lot of Ryder fans in Brandon, and there's a few Bromer fans. It's if they can get tickets, it will hurt his draw, and if mm-hmm. not, they'll watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. So he's starting at six, so he should run the game as a prelude. Okay.
2: Lightning strikes twice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now, if I was Cloud 9 promoter and I had a hot town like Brandon, and everybody knows Brandon's a nice little road trip, I'd be trying to get the Mecca's coming out of retirement match. Or what about Marty's girl? No, he's too smart for that. We're talking about a promoter that's really got he's got his finger on the pulse. He's not going to he's not going to roll the dice on a canceled wrestler. All right. I want to talk
1: about something. What what do you want to talk about today? Yeah. Episode sixty six. I'm
0: hearing reports, and it, and I'm this is funny because I've th- I've made veiled threats that I could do this, but I wouldn't, and I wouldn't, and I don't. But somebody called
1: the Primos venues. Which venue? So last week, this past week, we have stooges everywhere. Yes, and one of our stooges had informed me that apparently somebody has been calling all of the venues that Marty Skrull is performing at. And there are four of them, which we will go over in the event center later on in the show.
0: Yeah. The soon to be
1: sponsored event center, soon to be sponsored. Yeah. But, and the person who's doing this, apparently we know who this person is, but we're not going to out this person on the air because we don't have it confirmed. Is but, is he a keys? Is his name keys? <laughs> that, he would be a keys for <laughs> yes. sure. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, but that's just like, listen, that is the lowest of the low. And that th- these are things that people have been accused of. I'm calling the border. I'm calling venues. I'm calling in your insurance. This is just a scumbag thing to do that could hurt the entire local industry.
0: Well, okay. So, when that No Ring show came, Time Bomb, I thought that I, if I wanted to be a Keys, yep. I would call MLCC, or MLC the Manitoba Liquor can, sure. and can, whatever it is now. Manitoba Liquor. Liquor, Liquor gimmick. Yeah. Manitoba and, Liquor and Lottery. Yeah, there you go. And say, hey, how is this happening? And they would they would look Shut into it down it. in and two they, seconds. They, they, if they showed up, they would shut it down. Two seconds. Or they would look into it and say, yeah, this isn't happening in a beverage sure. room. But I didn't do that.
1: The, the show went on. Because I think it's, quote-unquote, fake
0: wrestling. Yeah. On top of that, with Adam Knight assaulting a fan, if I sent that video, which I have... To a venue and say, This happened. This is not part of the show. Mm -hmm. And told the story fully, it could lead to cancellation. But I wouldn't do that because even though I questioned the decision to put that guy on a show, that's for the promoter to deal with if Adam Knight screws up again. Right. Now, in the case. And he won't screw up again. I wouldn't bet against. I wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't
1: bet on that. I just wanted to see what you said. I was such
0: a pregnant
2: boss. I was like, What's happening?
0: But what I would say is. You're going to call a venue and say Marty Skrull is the issue. The problem is, is Marty can't screw up again because the wrestling media will, will crucify him. Yep. So he he's not even on a last chance. He can't get to All Elite. He can't get to Impact. He can't get to WWE. He can't get to NWA or Major League. Or Ring of Honor. or Or New Japan or Ring of Honor. Nobody is touching this right. guy, so for him to get four bookings or three bookings, he's not going to screw up. He's been trying to get on with CWE as well.
2: Yeah, well, I, I mean, and the reason why he's not like fully, full on canceled, like you know, scorched earth canceled, is because he—I don't believe he's been charged for this, so it's not something that he's. I been- don't.
0: I don't think a criminal charge is the is the
2: standard. No, no, but if there was a criminal charge, it, he would be nuclear. Like, he really couldn't be touched. But you then.
1: know what, though? We've talked about this a million times with quote-unquote canceled
2: wrestlers,
1: and we're going to get into it today. Deep. And, this, and this might piss some people off, but we don't really care. Well, we be- can talk about a wrestler who's been canceled, and we can even justify Absolutely, it. because I have a list. I did a lot of homework, and this isn't even a complete list. Mm. A list of very prominent wrestlers that are around right now performing right now that have had similar or similar type allegations against them and for some reason skated skated by right yeah still
0: around you think i'll be honest with you it's a scary thought and i would never i don't want to be a stooge so i'm not going to say names or but think of some of the guys we know A, a promoter that that in his real life did something that should have got him canceled mm-hmm. um, a very respected veteran who did something that should in 97 that should have got him canceled this
1: business breeds
0: scumbags it's not it's just because it's there's no authority it, there's no accountability it's been the at, old boys club at the for a promoter long time. level to say hey you're you're dead to me I can't use you anymore yeah and stick to it
2: it's an old boys club but it's also a massive amount of Peter Pan syndrome Guys that <laughs> just do not want to grow up. I suffer ever. from Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, but you, you, at least you have some sense. You You stopped working. You stopped going in the ring. Like, you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to. Do a big run right now. Mike Davidson's going to come back for a run. Right? Well, I guess
1: I shouldn't announce my comeback now.
2: Well, you're in shape <laughs> and you're good to go. But like Mike's been out of the ring for how many years?
0: 2004. I wrestled.
2: Yeah, the there you match. go. So, I, like a lot of guys. That's in only the business. 19
0: years ago. Like I could, I feel like I could come back stronger <laughs> He's a than spry. ever. I shouldn't have uh, called it
2: Peter Pan syndrome because I, you, I've heard you called yourself that. I had a I girl that said.
0: I dated say I either was the most inconsiderate guy she ever dated or I had the worst case of undiagnosed Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> okay. She
1: ever. I've never even heard <laughs> of, of Peter of, Pan they, syndrome. They,
2: they've got a severe case of arrested developments. There we go. How about that? Arrested development is sort of where they're, they're, they're teenagers in their mind, even though they're gray.
0: Hmm. Well, this is interesting. And we're going to sidebar here for a minute. In local wrestling, in every level, like people say, well, Alberta's, Alberta's uh, not this bad. And Manitoba's just the cesspool of sh- she's. I've heard it a million times. It's not true. It's not true. But in at wrestling at an independent local level, it's a lot of guys who wish that they could have been more, mm-hmm. who are doing this because they grew up a fan and they, they never they never had to be accountable for what they were getting into. It's the only thing that fulfills some hole in their life. Sure. If, if yep. there had been in Winnipeg, if Paul Diamond had come sooner and stayed longer, maybe he could have helped right the ship because he had been there and people couldn't argue with it. And he was very, like, he was he was a big deal, right? And he was willing to teach. Um, but it's like, Winnipeg hasn't had that guy who came back. Like, Calgary's had guys who went and came back. Lance Storm. Vancouver, I don't know if they've had it. Well, I'm sure there's people who've gone and come back and helped develop. Yep. You need a guy that's going to say, hey, listen, this is the way they did it in The Maritimes, this is the way they did it in Calgary. This is the way they did it in Puerto Rico. Eddie Watts maybe could have done a little bit of this. This is how I encountered it in Japan. And when I did my run with WWE, this is what I experienced. So I'm going to teach you a little bit of everything, like Tom Pritchard does, like Rip Rogers does, um, like Dinsmore does, like Gangrel does. We don't have that in Winnipeg. So we have to take the, the work of Mentelo and AJ Sanchez, who are sitting there saying, hey, I can make you mechanically a good wrestler. But I but you have to believe in me that I can make you a good professional whereas when Tom Pritchard tries to make you a professional, you're going to take everything he says for hundred percent gospel because he's trained Kurt Angle in the Rock right yeah Winnipeg never had that. We've had decent training programs well I, in to a degree, Mentalo's trained four or five good professionals. I think the standard of being a good trainer is that you trained good professionals. Mm-hmm. Mentalo did it AJ's done it now this current crop <clears> of yep. new generation is all AJ. But other than that, like did Vance Nevada do a good job training? He trained Adam Knight, he trained Andy Lewis, he trained me, he trained Spice Richards, but he wasn't a very good trainer, trust me. We it was on the job training. So that's what's lacking. And then on top of that, it's a promoter who's a businessman who's not a, not an absolute loser. Ernie Todd was a bit of a loser who can say, listen, my vision is this. Here's what we're going to do to reward you for the vision. And here's what we're going to do to hold you accountable. If you fall out of this vision, the closest to that, and I, I don't mean to blow his horn, but Jeff Dick was the best businessman that ever tried to promote wrestling. He, he understood the business end of what he, the idea for Jeff Dick of, oh my God, I'm going to lose a lot of money. That didn't, he wasn't scared of that. no He, he said, any business you start, if you open a restaurant, you're in $350,000, just an opening doors if you open any business, you should be prepared to lose a quarter of a million to half a million dollars. So wrestling never scared him. And because he had an international vision, he was like, if we're in a million dollars, I'm not scared. I'm scared if in year three, which we never got there because he didn't have the money properly, but he used to say, I'm scared if in year three, we aren't growing. That's what I want to see as growth. He thought of it like a stock market and he was smart. Anyway, I digress. Sorry to go way off on this. Do not call venues. It's yeah. cowardly. It's brutal. And I don't I'm not I'm not going to endorse physical violence, but do not show your face around a local show after you've done that because if you get punched do not cry foul, do not cry victim. Do not go co- go to the police. Do not press charges because you've done something to instigate by calling a venue to try to get a show canceled.
1: And this person's been out of the business for several years and actually, when I searched, has deleted a lot of the social of his social media accounts. So so what is his end game? Just being a she's disturber, I guess. So is I don't it, know. Is it something he's become sensitive
0: to as part of the woke crowd that he thinks he's gonna
1: place yeah, it? There was um there was this guy did the same type of thing when I guess CWE was running some of those shows during the pandemic in a closed environment. He as a concerned citizen he might've been, he might've had a point. Sure. Absolutely. Because, I'm not saying right or wrong. Yeah. I'm saying he had done the same similar yeah. type so thing. So in
0: that situation, when everyone was told, Hey, here's the level playing ground, nobody's opening, you can't sell non-essential goods. Yeah. And they were sh- trying to skirt it. Yeah. I, I don't know that a concerned citizen shouldn't be calling saying, why am, yep. why is my business closed? Why am I following the rules? And that guy's trying to figure out how to get around the rules. No,
1: I would agree with you there.
0: That one is, that one is, I don't know if that's acceptable, but I kind of understand why concerned citizens did that. But a concern, what is the concern of Marty Skrull's going to what? Have
1: sexual relations with a 16 year old. I don't know what is, I don't know what the thing is or what the deal is, but apparently it's just like, if, if, if you're that far removed from their business and you're going out, basically trying to sabotage other people, Um, And you're not even
0: like, it's for no gain of your own. No. Other than you're trying to like screw something up. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that Marty scrolls coming in. I made that pretty clear last week. Right. I think the promoter doing that has balls, but at the same time, the promoters now invested money on a flight. He's going to pay the
1: guy. He might even have paid a deposit. He's advertised. You know what? Hey, what if some of these venues say, Hey, we're not doing wrestling anymore. It'll happen. They don't understand. Like same thing with time bomb. Like, what if uh, something bad happens? Oh, there is drinking there. Now you can't drink at WWE shows at the Bell MTS Place. That would like, be amazing because then happen. WWE
0: might look at it and say, well, it's not worth coming there because they've got this weird liquor law.
1: Yeah. You already can't use a can of beer there. They put it in a glass because they look at the wrestling fans and they're afraid they're going to throw cans of beer. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. At hockey games, you can get a can. Wrestling, you cannot get a can. They that's pour. a that's actually a concert rule, too, though. Most concerts they pour.
2: It's, yeah. it's, it was like that, too. Like it Obviously, it's a different story, but I went to Detroit for WrestleMania. and they had these, I was at that WrestleMania as well. Yeah, the, uh, they had these plastic bottles for beer. And at the time, I couldn't understand it, and I was going on and on. What well, plastic? And this guy turned around. And he's like, you're not from here, are you? I was like, mm-hmm. no. He's like, people will hit each other with beer bottles if they're glass. I was like, oh. like It just had never occurred to me to hit somebody. And it would never occur to me to throw a can of beer, either.
1: That was what when mean, I saw Donald Trump trying to get a putover from Steve Austin in in the back <laughs> for this for the uh, stunner. How was the stunner? It was, it was bad. It oh. was bad.
2: It looked like he just sort of crumpled. It was
0: bad. Uh, our friends at WPW have another
1: sellout. Well, presale sellout. Pre-sale sellout.
2: Hundred tickets that mean?
1: for Legends of the Pinfall. Another great yep. movie inspired name. August twenty fifth at. Uh, back at their venue at the West End Cultural Center. Yep. Anna. That is
0: like their ECW arena. Yeah. 100
1: yeah. seats, gone. So they'll sell out the entire show
0: Oh, August. Why did absolutely. they only
1: release 100? And then how are they doing that? Like, I think they just, I don't know, they just did 100 pre-sale just to uh, maybe dip their toe in, right? Because yeah. they have, obviously, Rumble at the Burt's coming up in October. They're so cr- that's great create a buzz, one. too.
2: If you, yeah. if you only release 100 pre-sale, it creates a buzz. And then people, oh, I didn't get the pre-sale. I got to get the whatever, yeah. the regular on sale. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. So that's. They still uh,
2: haven't announced a
0: big name for Rumble at the Burt. Nothing's or been is announced. Is it Rumble's the Bert. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Nothing's been announced. Nothing's been
0: announced.
2: That's going to be something else. I think they're going to wow us somehow. I don't know who it is or what it is or anything. I like already that.
0: told you my prediction, and I bet you I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong. What was your yeah. prediction?
2: Bees Cardes. Matt Cordona. Oh, right. Yeah, that would, be, that would be... That's who I think that they'll get. He's the biggest indie darling there is right now. 100% and they should get him before he signs somewhere else because... I
0: don't think he's signing a full-time... Per, uh, like, I don't think he's going exclusive. I think his business, his enterprise is much better going to anyone that's willing to pay the rate. You're not wrong. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. turned down a lot of... Because of that. What do you want to talk about when we come back? Do you want to talk about canceled wrestlers? We need
1: to talk about these canceled wrestlers because there's a lot going on here.
0: That'll be it when we come back. What are we at for time, producer Chris? We are at 23 minutes.
2: This episode of Bees She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favourites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code BEESSHEES. That code is B-E-E-Z-S-H-E-E-Z, one word, to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store.
0: Our friends to our listeners in Alberta, our friends in Alberta, that we, we're going to talk about Alberta wrestling in depth here. Um, kind of a weird situation. There was an official statement released by our by
2: our friends in Can-Am Wrestling. Producer Chris, what did they say? It has recently come to the attention of Can-Am Wrestling's team that one of our wrestlers has used their social media to express views that are in direct opposition to our commitment to a safe and inclusive environment for all talent crew and fans. As a result of that, the wrestler has been removed from all of our upcoming events. Can-Am Wrestling is committed to welcoming and providing a safe environment for the LGBTQ 2A community. Everyone who walks through our doors should feel safe and comfortable to be there and be their absolute authentic self. There is no LGB without the TQ 2A Thank you can-Am wrestling.
0: Okay, so I don't understand all of that, unfortunately, and it doesn't mean I'm not sensitive to it because I understand the gist of it, but okay. I don't understand all of it. Um, So a wrestler went out there and was on his social media spouting off. Apparently the wrestler is Kiki Roberts. Okay, and so he's fired, I guess. Is That
1: that yep, seems to been, be... He's been deleted from the roster page. Okay. And that statement was written by Travis Cole. He used to wrestle around here. So Travis
0: Cole wrote the statement. Wrote that that statement on behalf, yes,
1: of Can M Wrestling. Is he a booker? He is involved in. I don't know if it's booking, but he's doing their. Him and this other guy are doing their training center. Okay. Anyways, the the long of the short of it is, this seems like a big miscommunication. Now I don't know all the details. What did he
0: say on social media? Do we know that?
1: Well, so Travis had posted some tweets, basically saying, "The guy." apparently is um, he is gay. Yeah. And but he is not a fan of I believe it's transgender or plus, whatever. And forgive yeah. me, I don't know what the yeah, plus like is. That's you know so he's he's okay with lesbian, bisexual and whatever, but apparently there's like a he put like a post up where there's like a slash in between the third letter and okay. the rest of okay. the acronym but there were fans on that I read on online that felt that this was part of his character. Mm -hmm. So either maybe Travis is getting himself worked into a shoot or maybe it's not a shoot. (laughs) I don't know what's going on.
2: Yeah. Like, and we were talking earlier, like it could be, it could be a shoot because there are subsets of the LGBTQ community that do not, Accept one another. So it could be a shoot. Uh, I did just find a a statement from Kiki Roberts if you were interested. Yeah, please read that. I think I've read it So Kiki
0: Roberts is the guy that's been basically dismissed for making a comment.
2: End of story. Travis Cole is an easehole. I did that for you guys. Okay, thank you. I I have tried on several occasions to squash this this unnecessary BS face-to-face or at least on the phone, but the coward that he is... (laughs) Even minutes after speaking to a neutral party, tells me to call him. I have even given him personal phone number. Continues to ignore me. Sorry, I'm I'm on the fly. I'm fixing the grammar here. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, honey. I am tired of you playing heroic victim to my LGBTQIA community. That was his. Uh... Yeah. So okay, and, So
1: and then he has posted some screenshots of him attempting to call Travis. Yes. I have also attempted to reach out to Travis, which he did not get back to me. Apparently did not even read my message, or he's kayfabing, okay. but he's been very active online. And it sounds like he's just issuing a statement, no selling this guy. The The guy pushes back, issues a little bit, a few more statements. He issues another statement, doesn't sell. So there's no communication here. So I don't yeah. know what's happening. So, Long story short, this guy's off any future Can-Am shows.
0: Okay, so I, I'm going to level with you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't understand any of it. But I accept everyone. That's my rule. Sure. I don't care what lifestyle choice you make or didn't make, but it's just natural to you. I accept you for whoever you are. And I don't judge. And I will try. If I ever say anything that's offensive, it's not intended. And I apologize in advance because as a guy that says whatever, if I ever don't, if I ever didn't, it's unintended if I offend, right? Right. This is not good for business. I don't understand what the squabble is. It's people whose feelings seem to be hurt or they're protecting the audience that might judge them for something. You got to spell out what the issue is. Do not release a statement unless the statement, the the trigger has to be so big that the statement justifies
1: the the. The trigger. There's lots of people on that post basically saying, What happened? What exactly. happened? And he's not exactly. saying what happened. Exactly. So now everybody's like all over the place on this. Thing. Yeah, I was just
0: were, trying to
2: dig up. Yeah, you can't some release a statement. Now
0: I need to know was there a slur, a threat, or something so egregious that this makes sense? You've made it bigger than it needed to exactly. be. Exactly. And that's a problem. There might, there might be, be a problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how this should have been handled. Get that off your social media. No, you're fired. I've asked you to do something. Your opinion is public, and I I will not allow it to trickle into the business. I don't need to make a statement. You're fired because you did not respect my business enough to manage your public comments. Done. The statement made it worse, not better. And nobody understands it. So, what is the point? Are you trying
1: to look sensitive in that statement? They're maybe Fail. they're trying to get mileage out of it. Like, hey, look at us! We're trying to uh,
2: the, the, the the problem. That's the problem is, is, a lot of guys, a lot of guys in wrestling, use their social media to advance angles as, as part of a work. But they also use it at the same time, legit, as mm-hmm. not a work. So they they mix a lot of this together and then it blur ple- their own lines. It create it creates it blurs the line. It creates a problem though. For situations like this because one, one second earlier he might have been saying, man, I love Jiffy Lube, whatever, promoting something that he was great at. The next second, he's like, I don't like so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, what are we talking about here? Where are you at with this? So I, I really hate the idea of wrestlers using their social media to advance angles unless they're going to consistently do that. If they're going to flip-flop back and forth and let the fans in on their regular life and then work try to work them right after... So I'm for this
0: uh, as a sponsor. Here's how I would think I'm for to show your commitment to that community sponsoring pride or a pride, like something with pride, Yeah. right? It sends a message that I accept whatever your lifestyle is, right? Take pride. This is your day. I want to support that. I also want to support pro sports. I want to support this. I want to support pro local wrestling. The problem is with this, I would be like, I don't want to touch it as a sponsor because it sounds like too messy. S- nobody understands what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. It was ugly.
1: It was ugly, and uh, it could have been solved if just two people just talked it out. And let's we're go meet up for a coffee. Let's go meet up for a beer. Yeah, let's just figure this out. Let's talk now,
0: because. I'm not going to wrap my mind about what we just talked about. Cancelled wrestlers? Yeah. Cancelled wrestlers seems like a good segue.
1: Well, we should talk about what, like, where did all this cancelled stuff come from? And what it came from was the Speaking Out movement. Yes. That started yeah. in June of 2020. Me too and Speaking Out. Yeah. Right. And basically, you know, I've got some notes here. Basically, what that was, that's basically any abuse or allegations against prominent wrestlers. Okay. And do you know who the first one was? Joey Ryan. Close. David Starr, okay, a minor indie name, yep. but had a little bit of a buzz going for him. He was the first guy who had some allegations against him. Um, assault was the allegation. Of assault his,
0: on a male or female of his girlfriend.
1: Okay, so domestic he, abuse will get you canceled. Right, so he's gone. Yep. David Starr is not in the wrestling business anymore. Um, so we're just going to go through a few names and, and what they and what they're reported to have done. Right, and here's the thing, and here's where I think. We are very fair with this. We are not saying somebody is right or wrong for being canceled. What we're saying is, if you're going to cancel somebody, you gotta do it to everybody, right? Do you, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta apply the rules evenly. Exactly, that's yeah. what I mean. It has to be fair. If you're gonna do it one way, you're gonna do it the other way, and you're gonna see people. You're gonna be like, ah, oh, well, well, you know, he's not so bad. Well, now you're making excuses, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's get into it, Joey Ryan. There's one. He was uh, sexually assault and Uh, harassment. There were 17 women. So it's a it's a trend, not a isolated incident. So now this guy, he attended counseling. He tried to start up his bar wrestling show again. Right. Okay, now here's the next question. Someone
2: who gets canceled, do they have a death sentence? They do now, but everybody? Not everybody, but for the most part, yeah. Who judges that? There's not there. Nobody judges. Is there no-
1: some forgiveness? Isn't part of the thing is you have to be understanding and forgiveness of certain people. Okay, so let's, t- let's take a look. at I'm Hollywood. not saying for Joey Ryan. I'm saying at, for others. Let's
2: take a look at Hollywood just quickly for a second. A name that that has was canceled and okay. that has made his way back, so okay. to speak, Louis C.K. I don't know what he did. i had never heard of the guy. He Smith, he, Louis CK used to like to masturbate in front of women and he would tell them before he was going to do it. He'd say, "I'm can I masturbate in front of you?" and they would say yes or no. Two com- female comedians in Aspen said they still felt uncomfortable even though they said yes at the time, and that's how that's why he was canceled. Ah, oh, that's a tough one. But he was he was canceled and the only They re- said yes at the time though. They did. Uh, I don't know. The only reason the only reason <laughs> he's he's come back now? It's because he just started doing his own stuff. Well, like now he started, he the pre- thing is... He, he's releasing all of his own specials on his website. Yeah. He's if twi- you
0: are a cancelled comedian or
2: singer, you can still release your work. But with wrestling, I don't know how... He won an Emmy. He just won an Emmy last year. Lucy can- K? Yeah, and okay. he's f- for his comedy special, and he's cancelled.
0: That guy from CNN who got fired, uh, Jeffrey Tubin, he was going at it
2: on a Zoom meeting with colleagues. So I just <sighs> I just wonder, like, there. I always... I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. I'm just saying that for growth to happen with this Me Too speaking out movement, there has to be a road to redemption. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to the next one. I would
1: say Joey Ryan, I think 17 allegations. That's probably...
2: That's not what I'm talking about. That's a very insidious, and that's a predator.
1: Okay, and now listen. Now I'm going to go through some names. And this is not the complete list. These are just the most prominent names. Okay, yeah, just hit
2: us with the names. Yeah. Michael Elgin, our friend. Okay. Oh, I love Michael.
1: Right? But there you go. This Sexual is, assault glad. allegations. Yeah. He's,
0: you oh, cool. know what? The problem. I can't get a job the anywhere. The problem with Michael was never talent. He was the one of the most yeah. talented heels ever. And the problem with Michael was Michael. He didn't know boundaries, he didn't respect like authority telling him, Hey, settle down, stop
1: doing that. I've Other, had to pull him out in, of a few after parties. In 2010. He got, yeah.
2: I
0: had difficulties where I was seeing yep. things that I didn't like. And I sat him down. I said, Hey, we have a rule. No fraternizing with females that are being paid by the company. You're trying to do that. You're making them uncomfortable. Stop doing this because even though you're in a major angle, it will fire you. If you, if th- this is the line, you're not crossing. And what ended up happening now In today's world, he would have to be terminated. But in 2010, that line was a little different. Yeah. And I'm not saying I did it right. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, the line was different at the time. You, you didn't, unless a woman said that guy showed me his whatever, or that guy, she could say, Hey, that's sexual harassment. We would have to take it serious. But the women... Didn't push that envelope that far. They they would they would say, "Oh, I just you know
1: I just thought that was him and he's weird," right? Yeah. Okay. So how about this one? Now, allegations doesn't always mean sexual of nature, right? Right. Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Was it racist? Racist. He had the Confederate flag.
2: Uh, he also uh, he what, co- said something uh, about gay people as yep, well. In yep. In
1: tweets in 2013, cost him his WWE contract. He, wa- he did eventually walk it back, but... Yep. Yeah, and donated to um, the society. I can't remember what it was. Yep. And took courses and got educated, did all the things. Yep. Now, everybody loves Jay Briscoe, God bless his soul, you know, but like there's a guy that basically was canceled, could not get... Mark Briscoe was not getting a sniff of AEW television if his brother was still alive yeah they would not be on television right now yeah and he died and now mark briscoe is on television yeah
0: racism is ugly because it's not it's usually uninformed opinions that are intolerant and they're so they're so out there wrong that you like you just know that okay that's this i actually feel racist people are unin. it's like dealing with somebody who's socially illiterate, right? They how can you look at a African American athlete and and have a negative opinion when they dominate the sport they play? How can you look at an indigenous Canadian and look down on them when they've had to survive things that you and me yeah. would never if we were if we were subjected to what they've been subjected to for generations of of racism? We would we I I we are the definition of white privilege. Yeah, well, we we haven't had to face that. So the people who continue to make to to propagate that are a small minority. Thank God, who should be all put into a club together because they it will be a dysfunction and they'll all hate each other. Put them in a bubble and leave them there. Is my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Austin theory.
1: What was his bet yeah. you didn't even know about that one? Yeah. Well, tell me what it was. Sending Snapchat pics pictures to apparently a thirteen year old. Did he know she was thirteen? Well, I, I don't know all the details, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like I'm not I sound like a defense lawyer. But what I'm, what I'm saying. saying is that's like just that yeah. is a pretty significant allegation. The guy's the United States champion in WWE. How did WWE forgive it? I don't know. What apparently he they they did. He's okay. on he's on television. Yeah. All right, so there's there's another one. If that, he knew she was thirteen, if he knew she was under eighteen, he shouldn't be forgiven. I think we're not we're not saying like whether or not they should or shouldn't be forgiven. We're saying that there's situations that are different for everybody. Here's the next one, Sammy Guevara. What did he do? Comment several years ago about Sasha Banks, which I don't even want to repeat. Yeah, here.
2: it was not good.
1: And if people can
2: punch it in google it yeah okay i don't know
1: what the comment was but i honestly okay i just said that racist
0: people should be put in a bubble
1: but he got taken off the television this is something that happened before aew taken off the television put into counseling he's back now why is that okay but he can go into counseling but like marty scroll for picking out why do
0: people what i want to know is why there's this acceptance that somebody who goes through counseling is better Right? Like I heard somebody use that argument in my other life, in my professional life, saying, he's gone through lots of therapy. Well, guess what? That doesn't negate the eight different infractions in five years that the guy did. Mm-hmm. The therapy just proves that he needed it because he was that bad of a person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he came out a good person. No, it just shows
2: it shows growth, but it doesn't mean he's good. It doesn't good.
0: necessarily show growth. Listen, if you put me in front of a therapist, the, res- the independent wrestler in me, I'm going to try to work the therapist. Lots, poor, lots, lots of people do. The but- poor therapist
2: is going to be trying to sniff out if they're being worked. All right, you got some more?
1: I got uh, I'll, one more, um, and then I'll kind of name all the other names that I have here, but one more is a good one. Jay Lethal. What for? You, you know who Taylor Hendricks is? Yeah. Yeah, well, he apparently made some inappropriate comments or... Uh, um, I don't know how you explain it. Um, overtures, je- overtures. That, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Made her uncomfortable.
0: Yep. And he's
1: he's still around. Okay. Yep.
0: So what? This is what is permeates in the wrestling industry. Guys flirting with their female coworkers, and they don't understand that it's sexual harassment because the woman has to be there to earn her living. Just like the man is there thinking he's entitled to earn his living, he has to, you have to keep a comfortable environment for the female in the equation.
2: Don't dip your pen in the company. You in. can't even
0: imagine this.
2: That's the uh, easiest way to put it. Yeah.
0: So imagine I, I work for the Winnipeg football club, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and I'm way older than the cheerleaders, but I'm like, hey, listen, I want to take a couple of you out on a date. No. Hey, listen. I don't care. We're going out for on a date. No, hey, listen. A couple. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Just just go with me. This is not. They're they're gonna be creeped out. Mm-hmm. They they're gonna complain. Guess what? Somebody in the organization has to protect those girls. You would be fired. Well, yes. Like imagine in a wrestling travel scenario where, where Jay Lethal's gone up to Taylor Hendricks. Hey, do you want to hang out? No, oh, I've got a boyfriend. Listen. Let's just I'm all, all I'm asking is to hang out. No. What's your problem? Why can't we hang out? Because I've got a boyfriend. I don't care about your boyfriend. I'm asking you to hang out, not him. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I sound like I'm seasoned yeah, at doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Cancel. Getting, you're so, like, you're getting, pretty good at this. It's getting very uncomfortable <laughs> in here right now. Oh, I think yeah, I've but, heard this before. <laughs> hold on. That is Listen. Not from you. No, but that's that's how the Imagine the poor girl in that situation saying he's not getting the hint. Yeah. And he's a top guy, and I'm expendable. So I, what, what do I have to do here, right? You, go, yeah. you got to protect the, you got to protect the weaker party in that. I guess it's at called the end power imbalance. At
1: the end of the day, like Chris, like like you said, there is a path to redemption, but there has to be some sort of path to redemption if somebody's gonna come back from this. I don't think
2: there is one now. That's the problem. Well, for certain people,
1: for yeah. sure, right? But like, I'll just fire off the other names, and these are all names that I found online that have had some sort of. Situation. Accusation or yes. proven? Yes. Uh, accusation or proven. Okay. Um, Joe Coffey in NXT right now. Jack Gallagher used yep. to be a cruiserweight in WWE. JD McDonough currently on Raw. Velveteen Dream. He's really canceled. Matt Riddle on yep. Raw. Will Osprey. There's a name there.
0: Do we know what that accusation was?
1: Um, yeah, basically he was throwing his weight around to get some women removed from shows. And, and, okay. you know, so that was the allegation there. Uh, just in Trent seven, I found an allegation online for him. Mm. Okay. Um, James Ellsworth, yeah. Zach Wentz used to be with the rascals who was an NXT and, um, what was the name? MSK. Okay. At, right. Yes. Tag team. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The, the, I don't
0: the, understand how he got over the racism. Uh, because he's Hulk Hogan. So what? I, I agree with you, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what Hulk Hogan, here's what Here's what the ugly thing on Hulk Hogan is. When Hulk Hogan made that comment, okay, now would Hulk Hogan like it if, if in order to gain forgiveness, he had to go face three African-American men who had an issue with it? And he had to apologize to their face and convince them to accept that without kicking his ass. I think he did to Mark Henry. Yeah, he, he apologized did. to his face. Yeah, I think he, so. He did to Mark. Okay, Henry and, and he, Titus he, O'Neil he accepted. I'm it. giving you a different. I I that's outside but, of the control of them being under contract to WWE. If he had to go to Harlem or some bad neighborhood sure. where stereotypical bad neighborhood, I don't know, but in movies they've been painted that way. Right. If he had to go onto the street to three bad ass tough as nails people who see his opinion affected and he had to apologize and convince them that he was genuine and sincere or risk the ass kicking of a lifetime could he do it and i don't know if he could
1: right i don't think he could yeah and you know and then you know of course there's vince mcmahon and enzo amore there's another one yeah right so i mean so i mean i i guess what we're saying is that We have to treat everybody fairly. Yes. And I don't feel that that's
2: happening. Well, okay. And that's not us sticking up for Marty Skrull. No, absolutely not. That's us
1: saying, if you're going to play that game, you need to play it fairly. I think
2: we all agree that Marty Skrull's cancellation was warranted.
1: I know
0: people who avoided cancellation. Some might even argue that I've done stupid things that should have or could have got me canceled. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and confess and let you judge me. But like... I. Everybody has had an incident that they regret, right? Yep. I put my foot in my mouth a couple of yeah. years ago. I told you guys off the air uh, right, a yeah. couple
1: of weeks ago. So
0: if I've done something that I knew was bad behavior and I regret, it's up to me to try to make amends myself mm-hmm. without pressure from an outside judgment. That's how you know if somebody, like I'll tell you, a Big O is a guy that I've sent apologies to. Hey, oh, I was kind of a dick to you maybe even a bully to you. He said, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're friends." You know, I didn't take it personal. That apology wasn't by pressure. It was in hindsight, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I should never have done that. Now, on some of these, like Hogan saying what he said, if it hadn't been for it leaking, which unfortunately because he's a celebrity, that's why it it caused so much trouble. But like if he could have got ahead of it and said, "I said that, I'm stupid." I was drunk, I was high, and I was spouting off, and I don't feel that way. And anybody that's affected by my comments are welcome to contact me. Here's my personal email address. I would like to personally make amends to everybody affected, and took the time and the effort to do that, it would be a long effort, then I would say, hey, guess what? Hulk Hogan ain't that bad.
2: He kind of went on an apology tour, but it was all guys in the business. and That's and, PR and, though. Exactly, and he's Hulk Hogan too. It's like the power imbalance you're talking about. He's Hulk Hogan, so of course they're going to accept his apology. And embrace it. Exactly. But in the case, the worst
0: part about some of these guys, like Marty Skrull would have become a big star, but he wasn't a big star when he did what he did, and right. all it did is ruin his career. Yeah, right. So these guys love the wrestling industry. The guys that I'm more worried about are the guys that are on RAW now and that aren't being that aren't accountable for whatever. But in the case of these guys who love wrestling, Michael Elgin loves wrestling. He yeah. can't get a he can't get half a shot. It the punishment equals some of the action.
2: Yeah, like I, I, the thing is, we you can't be painted with the same brush, and that's the biggest problem with it. Is these not alleg- all murders
0: get not all murderers get painted with the same brush a, either.
2: A lot of these 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 crimes, I guess, or perhaps misgivings, whatever you want to call it, they're being painted with the exact same brush, and it's not the same. It needs to be. I understand what you're saying. It needs to be. People need to be treated fairly across the board. Basically, is what it is. But not every action is the right. same. Right. And
1: what I'm saying is that there's been things that I've screwed up in my life. Yeah. And thankfully. I have realized those things and made amends you with You got people. to make
0: amends on your own terms. Yes, yeah.
1: and thankfully, the person who I needed to talk to about that accepted it, and they, they knew me, and yes. they know that's not who I am. Yeah, yeah. Right, so that was fine. Um, so, I mean, I guess that was my path to redemption for that instance, that was really the only issue that I had. And it's just one of these stupid things that just slipped, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I knew it right away, and I stopped myself right away, mm-hmm. and I nipped it in the bud, right? But, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, I don't know where we're, we're maybe we're talking in circles a little bit with some of this stuff, but it's just... It's it was, a delicate matter, though. Like sure.
0: Like, I would hate to be a guy that made one F up, realized the next morning I made the F up and still got canceled over it, because I don't get the path to redemption.
2: Not everybody can be treated like Cosby. for example, Cosby, it's obviously heinous what he did drugging all those women versus um perhaps I don't know, uh, Jack Gallagher, whatever he did. Yeah. You know, maybe he has one allegation. You can't treat them the same. Yeah, pro you know?
0: athletes, unfortunately, though, one of the things that's very true is they do get accused of it sometimes, and there's been cases proven. Where the woman was trying to get a some scratch. Yep, that's, yeah, a, that, like, that's
1: that's a good point. And I think with the age of social media, you know, there is that that worry or issue where somebody just could be looking for a payoff. Yeah, but then there's to screw also
0: somebody. There's also been pro athletes that pay it off after they did the bad behavior and it got buried. Yeah. there's been presidents that have done that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: We are an understanding group here. Yes,
0: yes. we're we're trying. And anybody that we do get reached out to, this is a hot button issue. We do get emails about it. Like, Hey guys, like you guys don't understand. I don't claim to understand it. I don't, I don't yep. like one thing I'll tell you. Lots is, of other people don't understand yeah, it either. And just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that I'm very careful to not offend people mm-hmm. with my sense of humor or my sarcasm. Listen, if I laugh at something, I'll tell you exactly what I'm laughing at. I'm not laughing at the victim. I'm laughing at how, can this be so so dysfunctional and stupid? And why, like, Jim Cornette went at Joey Ryan in a way that he prospered from Joey Ryan getting cancelled. Yeah. Right? Jim Cornette didn't get cancelled for it, right? So, anyway, that's just where I'm at. There's a guy who could have been cancelled too. Cornette? Yeah. Sure. For the fried chicken comment? That
2: and...
1: Any number and of comments. His
2: wife soliciting wrestlers? Yeah, well, he
1: was on this list too, and I yeah. didn't put him on the list, but... Do you know why he's... Cancel proof at this point
0: though, because he handles his own content.
2: He does his own thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: When he steps out of his bubble and starts to get paid by somebody, he, the risk of him getting, and the thing about that's, I love Jim Cornette's podcast. So do I. I, I think the thing is, is that there's an argument to be made that his, a lot of his problems are things he says, but he truly believes it and he owns it.
2: If you want to cancel it, if you don't want to listen to him for saying it, then he doesn't care.
1: Same thing with Joe Rogan. Yes. Yeah,
2: and, and that's what happened with, with Cornette. I mean, before we move on is he, his wife or him were so, you know, accused of soliciting wrestlers to their hot tub. And he went on he's like, yeah, yeah, we did. And they agreed to it and they came and we're, were basically said we're swingers essentially is what he said. And he was like, this is what we do. And, and nobody was coerced. Nobody was told that they're not going to get a contract. Nobody was told I'm going to cut your pay off. It That's was just
1: a disturbing thought, Like actually. a
2: power imbalance, I'll tell you. <laughs> S- super, super weird. <laughs> yeah. super, well, can you imagine him? No shirt. No. Glasses Stop. on. <laughs> His glasses on in a hot tub. Stop. Come on, get in. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, what time is it, Chris? It's, it's time. It's time for the Mary I'm Brown's so mailbag. Mary Brown's chicken, crave delicious, crave Canadian
0: has 14 manitoba locations mary brown's chicken who only uses manitoba chicken mary brown's chicken and who only uses manitoba grown potatoes hand
1: cut in store i bet you've already guessed even mary brown's coleslaw is made fresh in store from whole carrots and cabbage download mary brown's app today and take advantage of money saving deals and even a secret menu you can order ahead to get your mary brown's faster
0: mary brown's chicken crave delicious
2: Two questions in the Mary Browns mailbag this week. You can get yours on by sliding into our DMs, as the kids say Instagram, Beeshees Wrestling, Facebook, Beeshees Wrestling, Twitter, Total Beeshees, and our email, Total Beeshees at gmail.com. This one came in through Gmail from our friend Brad Sarna. Good day, fellas. Here's one for the Mary Browns mailbag. As a lifelong fan, I have now enjoyed several decades of wrestling and sports entertainment. Through my fandom, there's, I, uh, since a child, I feel the peak of it was 1987, and really because of WrestleMania three and the fact that it was still such an iconic show. My question, can you pinpoint a particular year in wrestling or a particular event that was icon- an iconic moment for your fandom? I've been enjoying your podcast all the way back to episode one, Keep up the stellar work. Brad Sarna, thank love you. Love Breeze
0: Seas. I met him Brad since 2000- at the WTW show. Yes. I've known him since 2002. 21 Poor years. Poor guy. And I'm talking about Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brad, you never said how much you like those main event munchies you won on the show. Okay, I'm going to answer it first, and I'm going to be very honest. I don't have one, and I tried. I'll tell you that the first Saturday night main event I saw, I was in love with it. It was uh, January, I think, second, nineteen eighty-seven. It was Hogan Orndorff, cage match. Danny Davis is a heel ref. Joey Morello is the babyface ref. Hogan touches the the floor. Davis says Orndorff touched the floor first. It's an indecisive finish. For some reason, that it was the angle, the end of the angle. Orndorff doesn't come back for any kind of push after that. Not an IC title push. Nothing. It leads to WrestleMania three. Hogan Savage. Hogan Andre, probably a very very way better than WrestleMania two, way better than WrestleMania one, better than four, better than five. My second one is the prelude and payoff to Ultimate Warrior chasing Hogan at six. It was wonderful what they did. They t- brought in Earthquake as a heel. He interferes or he in- interacts with both guys, but they tease that Warrior is going to turn on Hogan. Hogan's going to turn on Warrior in the end. Babyface, babyface match. Warrior's the champion. Should have ushered in an era of a great run for Warrior, but they didn't, didn't give him any good heels to work programs with. That WrestleMania six was the last great period for WWF until the Attitude Era, 97, Bretton and Austin. Uh, from WCW, uh, the era where Vader is the heel champion... And Sid is there as the secondary heel, but they're teasing he's going to turn babyface. They sort of de-elevate Sting because he'd been Vader's number one contender. Davey Boy comes in. He doesn't really resonate as a top babyface. Ric Flair finishes the program with Rick Rude over the WCW International title, which was also the NWA World title. And then they immediately transition Flair as a after the stabbing incident. Flair goes in against Vader, wins the title. WCW was hot that entire year. WCW starts 94, very hot, and leads to Hogan coming in. So those are the three periods that I really, as a fan, was extremely engaged before I got into the business in 95. I don't quite consider the attitude error or the NWO error because I was already in the the Mm. wrestling business.
1: I was watching it a little differently. But those are the three. Mm. For me, I would say... I remember going to Max Bell Fieldhouse <laughs> and watching WrestleMania 3 on closed circuit television. I remember wow. I remember watching the first ever Saturday night's main event. I remember watching I remember renting WrestleMania 2 on Betamax from Addy's Video in Winnipeg, wow. and, I'm, and I'm really dating myself here. <laughs> But I will tell you, so I was always watching wrestling. Like I remember WrestleMania 1. I. I was always watching wrestling, WWF wrestling at that time. But the one, the one where I really, like I would always watch Saturday night's main event, but I would, might miss the Saturday w- weekend shows. But the one when I, the one event, that really made me pay attention to every single thing moving forward was WrestleMania 5 and going into SummerSlam 89. And that was Hogan and Savage at WrestleMania 5. And I watched everything I would record in Canada, Maple Leaf Wrestling on CKND at noon. And I would watch Maple Leaf Wrestling, superstars of wrestling for our American folks. I would watch that one hour program. I can't even tell you how many times a week <laughs> I could put in a wrestling uh, video from 1989, and I could tell my wife what the commentator would say next. <laughs> you know, to this date, so I would say WrestleMania five, leading up to SummerSlam '89, and every th- every single thing after SummerSlam '89. I bought all the magazines. I had like I still have them. I have everything. So that would be my period I also enjoyed WCW in 93 despite they were making no money but yep. they had a great roster like you said Davey Boy Smith comes in at Super Brawl 3 you know he wrestles at uh Slamboree 93 against Vader you know they do the Beach Blast tag team match in July you know like Flair coming back you know like Sid was there like
0: they made the most out of every, every talent they had. Yeah. They got the most out of them.
2: I, I got three as well. Just su- uh, before su- you go quick. there,
0: I'm just going to make a, yep. a, a comment though. Nobody realizes that era of WWF from WrestleMania one to WrestleMania eight. Cause I think Oakland's there in nine. Mean Gene Oakland is the best salesman for every mm-hmm. angle that leads you to be hooked in the event center. Like that's what, that's where it's at. Yeah. He sells everything so effectively that you that you you bought it was a big deal. Thanks to me and Gene.
2: Okay, uh, for me, I have three in my mind, uh, and I am not good with dates and time period like you. I'll so, tell you um, Saturday night main event, the last one you told me that before <laughs> uh, number 14th 92. Yeah, Shawn Michaels versus David Boy Smith. That specifically, that Shawn Michaels winning that match made me so mad that I was locked in a little bit more as a wrestling Had to get rid of Bulldog. Um, Set up Sean versus
0: Brett at Survivor Series. Yep.
2: WCW. These are different time periods that have sort of got me going even more. Um, WCW, Cactus Jack versus Vader. That's 93.
1: Um, Yep. October 24th, 1993, Halloween Havoc. That
2: run was unreal. I loved it. It was the first time I'd seen Mick Foley. I was just, I was enthralled with that. When he was living on the street? Very Yeah, very hard-hitting style. Um, And then... WrestleMania 10, Brett versus Owen. Um, really, I got obsessed, really obsessed with wrestling again after watching. I'm it. glad
0: you brought that one up because I've always said that That's after that match. mania, they should have been on fire. They went back to a baby face that people wanted on top. They had a great, that was a great pay per view. Yeah, But then they
1: go to Brett and Owen and the people didn't buy it. It was a transition period for them. Yeah. I wasn't into WWF in 94. I was like, they were doing. Flair and Steamboat on the other channel at Spring Stampede and they're having great matches yeah. there in Super Brawl 4 with like the Thunder Cage like I was really into that because that was presented as more wrestling. WWF it was like smaller guys like two years ago Owen Hart was a tag team wrestler now he's going for the world title yeah. I didn't buy it. Well, going and that's Clown, the Clown yeah. Double J Dink yeah, and yeah. that's the
0: Dumpster. Thing. They go to Brett on top and he does the program all summer with Owen and the people turned it off and that's why Brett had to transition to to yeah. Kevin Nash. People are stupid. Because what did they... This I know a lot of people love Owen and think he should be in the Hall of Fame. He was never a top heel. No. He was a supporting heel. Yeah. And so Brett wins... WrestleMania 10 is the big deal, and they had no one, There's nobody there, no one. And then they go to Undertaker, Undertaker and Brett versus yeah. Owen, and everyone's like, "This is a terrible SummerSlam." Lex
1: Luger was a failure. Wrestled well, Tatanka at it, SummerSlam. Yeah,
0: like it was just yeah. a terrible six month period. And like whoever whoever was guiding creative at that time, I think it was Patterson. Should have like Vince should have said like, "Listen, who thought Bret Owen was going
1: to draw as a as a SummerSlam main event?" Awful. You look at the change that they had from '94 to like even '92. Like '92, they had like, you know, Hogan and Sid and Flair and Savage and like all these big names. Bulldog and Ultimate Warrior, and then the next two years later, there's like, you know, Owen Hart and like. Bob Sparky plug and like Adam Bomb and it's like how good would it have
0: been if Brett doesn't lose to Yoko at nine and Hogan doesn't do that impromptu finish? Yoko was good, a good champion, good heel champion, but at Mania the babyface should always go over and it it ended up being Yoko goes over and then Hogan ends up on top because Schmazz. like nobody got it. Yeah, if Brett comes out still the champion, who does he go into a program with? Probably Luger because Luger was a heel. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Or they, 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 they'd already done Ramon, so he couldn't go back on top. Flair's gone.
1: Luger wrestled
0: Bret Hart here in 93. In, in February. In February, yeah. Yeah, and he did. He wrestled Kurt Henning. No, who did he wrestle at Mania? Kurt Henning. Yeah, Luger, yeah. Yep. Who did Sean wrestle? Tatanka? Yep, opening match. Yeah, like, it's just, like, with Bret's first couple of title reigns, talk about Vince not knowing what to do with him.
2: Yep. All right, this one, next one coming in from Dylan. He says, Mike, if you <laughs> happen to watch Collision this week, you might have saw Billy Gunn appears to be retiring. Do you have any comments on this? Oh, yes, he
1: took off his boots in the ring after that trios match. I wonder if Dylan is nicknamed Pickle. Uh, Anyway, not important.
0: Um, I know Billy really well. Up until 2010, we were very tight from 2005 to 2010. um, Like, very tight. He's turning 60 in November. He was born in 63. I don't think he... Here's what I think it is. I think um he's not gonna wrestle on on all elites anymore. He's gonna focus on his duties as a as a coach or whatever. Yeah, coach. His backstage role is. I think he's still gonna show up on the odd indie show and still, you know, do what Billy does. So you think he's off of television? Yeah, I think it was probably, you know, like listen, hey, we've given you a little bit of a push on TV for three or four years. You're going you know, he maybe said, Okay, maybe it's I don't think he said, Hey, I don't got it anymore. And if you know Billy Gunn, he does those words phenomenal those words do not come out of his mouth he is ageless wonder he was a bull like he was a rodeo guy yeah that was a shoot before he was a wrestler like he and relatively tough um smart as like when it comes to wrestling very smart tall remember how tall he was? he's as tall as hogan he's underrated him and hogan are the same height so i think it's probably a case where for Tony Khan, he's realizing: Listen, we 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 don't want to utilize TV time with someone that there's a shelf life. You're 60 years old; it doesn't make sense. We
1: want to push your kids in
0: Bullet, bullet Club Gold, yeah, and without a good- you being yep. interfering yep. with the story. Yeah, and Scissor Me was really good. I think he had more mileage, but I also think it's the right time for Tony Khan to say, "Let's turn the page here," and I think he should do the Scissor Me on the indie show indie scene and get a bunch of payoffs for big money because he, he deserves it. And he'll show up and
2: he always works hard for any crowd mm-hmm. he's in front of. All right, there we go. If you want to get your question on the Mary Brown's mailbag, you know how, how to do it. You go to Gmail and type in total bees she's. You go to Instagram B She's Wrestling. You go to Facebook, B She's Wrestling, and you go to Twitter, Total Bees She's. All right, boys. Is it time for us to move on? Not quite yet. Well, yes, we're gonna move on, but I wanted to talk about so
0: I was right. I was right. Every, every I week. was right. Every week. I said well, last week or two weeks ago, you know the guy that Tony Khan should hire to be the voice of reason in the locker room and be his ultimate power source. Orange the, Cassidy. The guy. No. <laughs> the guy that, that could say to the guys, listen, this is the account, line of accountability. I said, Brett the Hitman Hart. I did not know at this time that Brett had reached out and offered to become an agent. I didn't know this. But I knew he could do it because right now there's a weird ignition of passion in Bret Hart. And it has to do with his son's taking an interest to run uh, Dungeon Wrestling. But it also has to do with he knows he knows it and he wants to instill it on the next generation. So Bret's interest, the fact that Tony Khan would be so dismissive as to say, if you want to work for us, you've got to be a manager. You failed with Arn Anderson as a manager. Tully Blanchard. You failed with Tully Blanchard, Jake Roberts, uh, probably five or six others, retired wrestlers. That's not what... There's no value in Bret Hart coming out and saying, he's the best he is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He's, you know, the excellence of execution. He can't do... He can't go out and cut his promo and say, with this guy here is good. It would not work, right? So... This was a major fail on the part of Tony Khan to not realize, hey, Brett's going to become a senior advisor or or the guy the, the locker room boss
2: essentially. That's what he was. doesn't understand how managers work. Tony Khan doesn't clearly because the whole point of a manager is that they're supposed to be a heel generally and you're supposed to be able to get to them at some point. Nobody can get to Bret Hart. Nobody can lay the boots to him. Nobody can lay the boots to Jake Roberts either. He burst into flames. like It's got to be somebody that can still take a bump. Yeah,
0: the let, one, one time Arn Anderson took a bump, it's because he stepped off the stage.
2: Arn, Arn keeps taking bumps. He keeps get, throwing out these spine busters, and then he's got to roll out of the ring like a tortoise because he's so fat. Yeah.
1: The, let, let me tell you something. This, I'll, I'll say this about Bret Hart, and you can read between the lines here. When you have a guy like Bret Hart who comes to you... And offers. And offers his services. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Hart. Let's get this done. You are a idiot to not take him up on whatever it is he wants to do. Yep. You should be saying, thank you, Mr. Bret Hart. What would you like to do? And what's the start date to have? Yeah. What's the start
0: date read between the lines. My final note on why a manager doesn't work is why a manager works. JJ Dillon, Bobby Heenan, Jim Cornette is that they talked about the talent. Like the talent was a big deal. Arn Anderson is still trying to make himself sound like a big deal. Jake Roberts is horrible. He looks it, horrible. And he always tries to make himself out to be the big deal. Do you think Orange Cassidy will do well? As an agent? Yep. I don't know enough about his demeanor and how he puts together stuff. How about Scotty Too hotty? He's Yeah, he'll be okay. He's, he, he he's getting be, a trial. He could be good. Chris Hero just Chris got Hero? hired. Yep. Jimmy That's Jacobs is there. The thing about an agent, you know, I, I've worked with enough guys. Like, I know that... Dave Gangrel, Heath could do mm-hmm. it. I know that Dinsmore could do it. Like I've seen him put stuff together and it's, he, he, he feels the segment. Yep. That's what a good, and I say it every week, what a producer could be and what they should be. They feel the segment. They, they make it come to life. They can tell you how to make it come to life yep. and, and make you make it your own.
1: That's an art form.
0: Yeah. And it really is. Um, so there are people out there, but Brett shouldn't have just been an agent. He should have been like vice president of wrestling operations. And he's the guy that is going to say, hey, Chris, this Jericho, this is what you should have done. I don't like that, but we'll make it work. Hey, Kenny, you're, you know what you're doing. Make it this, this way and, and start to tell guys, hey, you missed the accountability line and you're going to be off TV for three weeks.
1: But that tells him. me that that company is not interested in listening to smart people like Bret Hart and they're more, they're like, I oh, will just bring in our own people not as good. It's Bret Hart. Yeah. You yeah. Bring him in. Yeah, even Stupid. if even if it he, you try it and it doesn't work, yeah. you give him a chance to make it work. Did you guys see Blood and Guts? It's clips. Blaze and Geese, tell me what you wanted to mention about. Just it. A ridiculous match. Yeah, ridiculous punishment awful. these guys took. Um they went over on time. The promo that they wanted to cut on the air had the air off the air. <sighs> Which is ridiculous. You just kill each other, and then you want to... Why do you want to air this, like, shaking hands, respect promo? Stupid. Yeah. But, like, it was ridiculous. Like, the amount of... It's just craziness. For free television, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they go to 12 pay-per-views a year, they're going to lighten up on that. And one other thing, WWE, WrestleMania 41. Might be time for a road trip if it's in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Won't it be cold outside, or do they have a roof? They have a dome now. Oh, yeah. I guess I should pay attention. Yeah.
0: So, well, you're out of touch. No, I'm out. Twelve years, thirteen yeah, B- years. she's now. bus tour. Let's get on it now. uh you know how much it costs to get the mania tickets.
2: I don't. I keep. I keep throwing these bus tours at you because I see the look in your face yeah. and you. Just... Hey, we can afford it. It's yeah. the other clowns that I don't did, have two dimes to put together. I did together. the
0: homework That's on
1: right. AEW bus tour. Yeah. Did you watch Dark Side of the Ring?
0: Yes. Bam Bam Bigelow. Not in nearly as good as Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. Okay, so it hurts me. When the dark side of the ring is the guy got hurt in the ring, he had pain, he started taking painkillers, he wasn't himself. I hate to break it to you. I know, personally, six wrestlers,
1: Buff Bagwell, there's a good one. Just arrested again.
0: Oh, a couple what, weeks
1: really? ago. Yep. Oh, July, yeah. July 13th, he was arrested. Wow. Uh, he says it's not. It was because he went out out of state and he didn't have the right documentation. I hope so. Because yeah. I, so I, I
0: saw some stuff where it looked like he's recovering. Yeah. And boy, did that make me feel good. And that hearing that does not. He's living with DDP, so maybe it's yeah. just a. Maybe uh, so what he's saying is uh, people I know, buff. Uh, well, I don't want to name them because it's not fair. But a lot of my friends, the Bam Bam story. Fits their life yep. totally, except they haven't died at forty-five. You Bigel- almost the
1: same with caffeine. You almost died from caffeine pills. Yeah,
0: oh, did I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> Sean Houston had to stay up with me. What a nice guy. <laughs> um, but what else say about Bigelow? So very talented. Here's another case where WWE dropped the ball. He should have done the job for Lawrence Taylor. He should have stayed heel, and he should have chased Kevin Nash the next night on Raw. Yep. Why the world did they turn him babyface to be third on the depth chart behind Nash and Michaels when their top heel became Mabel at that time? Apparently it was the click was screwing with them. They didn't want to work him as a top heel? They just kept ribbing him, and he was taking the bait. And Well, he was going to beat the... He was yeah. going to beat him up. But yeah. Bigelow Nash might have drawn money. Bigelow and Mabel drew nothing. Yeah, it was there. garbage. All right. Uh, I want to hear what the event center.
1: This is your B. Wrestling Event Center. We start in B.C. Friday, August 4th to August 6th. All-Star Wrestling is in Abbotsford at the AgriFair. fair various different showtimes. Saturday, August 5th, Vancouver, Pro Island Wrestling is in Ladysmith. Saturday, August 5th, WrestleCore is in Vancouver, and WrestleCore comes back to Vancouver the next day, Sunday, August the 6th. We move to Alberta. Friday, August 4th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Calgary. Also, Friday, August 4th, Monster Pro Wrestling is in Edmonton. Saturday, August 5th, Can-Am Wrestling is in Elkton. And also, Saturday, August 5th, Real Canadian Wrestling Wrestling is in Edmonton. We shift to Saskatchewan. Friday, August 4th, Best Entertainment Wrestling is in Warman. Saturday, August 5th, Ringside Wrestling comes to Moose Jaw. And also on Saturday, August 5th, Best Entertainment Wrestling is in Christopher Lake. Finally, we move to Manitoba. Wednesday, August 2nd, Primos Wrestling is in Little Saskatchewan. Friday, August 4th, Primo's Wrestling is in Sagin' First Nation. Saturday, Primo's Wrestling is in Toulon. And Sunday, August 6th, Primo's Wrestling comes to Winnipeg. All those Primo's Wrestling shows feature the villain Marty Skrull. And that has been your B-She's Wrestling Event Center. Oh, how many events is that, Becca? That's 15! G- I'm not going to say it because I'll get cancelled. <laughs> The religious folks will cancel me you're if not, I drop a J-word. You're not gr- you're not grunting this week or moaning <gasps> on on the air. <laughs> it's a set growl. Were, did anybody notice your your moans? No. no? Well, they I may was be, selling them. <laughs> yeah. mm. Listen, on the intro, who does our intro? Scott, Scott Mason, Mason right? from Play Like a Jet podcast. Where do they get those clips from? Because I sound very angry. I think in it's those a YouTube clips. clip. I, th- I think so. I'm yeah. from CWE. I'm very angry. You are very well, angry. Well, when
0: you used to cut promos as a heel, you came across very angry. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are an angry man. Like you have. I am. I'm <laughs> very <have> angry. <laughs> anger management issues. You I have do. Interpersonal issues. I do. You uh, You need counseling. Lots. Uh, did I ever tell you the Raven story? No. Go. Can I? Can That's I tell it quick? Tell us the Raven story. Is, is it the Raven story with the strobe lights? No, but it's like that. So
1: that's a good one. We too. book
0: in Raven. I think I've told this story. We book him in in um, 2010. It's last show of WFX. It's called Conflict of Interest to the Extreme. It's a three way dance. Shane Douglas versus Raven versus Just Incredible. And Raven calls me the night before. Uh, I'm not going to make it. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, uh, you don't need me. You've already got Just Incredible and Shane Douglas. I said, yes. It's a three way dance. I need you. Oh, well, since you put it like that, I'll be there. And he shows up. And I was like, what is with this guy? Nice guy. Nice, like, very nice guy. Yeah. So then the thing is, he's flying in and out of Fargo or Grand Force. I think Fargo. So I have to pick him up from the airport, from his hotel at 6 to or 5 to get him to his, his flight at 8.30. So we're driving and are you married? I said, no, I'm not married. Why aren't you married? I said, because i am actually hung up on a girl from like, I, her and I broke up a year ago and I, I just think about her and I don't, I haven't moved on. Oh, I'm worried about you. He says, what? <laughs> he says, I think you need counseling. What? You're telling me that you don't want to be happy in your life. That, that right there is a cry for help. And you're pining for a woman who obviously didn't like you if you're not together. Geez, he and, hit you a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, though. I was sad, and then he said, "I just think you should talk to somebody who's a professional. You'll feel better." So, I, he was like, "I'm worried about you," and then I drove home after that for three hours, and I was like, "Is he
2: right? Like, man, I wish I met him now." This
0: guy sounds awesome. He's I'm pretty like,
2: insightful. Yeah. Some of this, oh stuff. yeah,
0: because he listens. Like he, yeah. he's very. It's a really good conversation. First time I met him was uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, 2010. And he said, uh, I, I want to come up and book for you. Because he do about WFX. He's yeah. friends with Charlie Haas. And Charlie was there. And I said, what? He's like, well, oh, ask Kevin Sullivan. He'll tell you I'm ready to book. And I was like... <laughs> I'm ready. I was like, is this how you get a booker job? You just tell the guy that's in charge, hey, I'm going to come up and start booking? Like, I, he almost had me convinced. <laughs> anyway, Did, that's... Were you the one who told... He was t- telling Brian Rich about the strobe lights. I wasn't there that night. It was uh that was at Four Play Sports Bar. Yeah, but what did he say? So, I guess <laughs> this is actually hilarious. He I guess Brian's Brian worked a match and he was like kind of dizzy when he and came And he back. said like I hate strobe lights. Like they give me they give me seizures. <laughs> And Raven said, get out of the business, kid. The whole business is strobe lights and fog. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you going to do it? Like, you're going to have a seizure every match? <laughs> He's like, I'm worried about you. He's <laughs> just very blunt. Yeah. And if you stop and think about it, I'm like, hmm, you must have made a lot of sense. Yeah, there. like, you, I hate to break it to you. Every match you ever wrestle, there's going to be a strobe light and fog.
2: Raven giving good advice.
0: On Total B-she's. What no. about him? No, not Total bee shes wrestling.
2: What about Don't him? edit it. What about Raven?